Hey yo, what's going on? It's Flubberdash, the host of the Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to the podcast where we talk all things Pokemon, from the Pokemon anime, the Pokemon main series games, the TCG, Pokemon trivia, all of the news that's happened in the week, and some controversial topics. We hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, have a great day. Peace! Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of The Trainer Lounge, episode 49 in fact. And um, today I'm joined by two very special guests. You may not know of them, um, they're recently new into the community and they're also uh, troublemakers at the same day. So we've got, <laughs> <laughs> got Onesie no. Bennett and Flubberdosh at the same. He did not start with that, he did not start with that. <laughs> that was, that was a I'm so happy you said that, the troublemakers... <laughs> I'll have you know, Raf, sir. Um, thank you for inviting me onto the podcast. I do oh, not cause that uh, onesie stick causing trouble. That's not me, mate. <laughs> oh my god, I just realised, blimey, you know what? That wasn't even intentional. Oh no. Oh crap. I'm no, sorry, it's, bro. It's absolutely fine. It's, oh my it's goodness. just memes. Oh, it's just memes. Yikes. <laughs> Joke about it, well, thank you for joining us regardless though you know after all of the situations thank you for joining us tonight <laughs> glad to have you on my gosh oh, <laughs> that that was a uh, fantastic hey listen everyone for those that live under a rock and um i've never heard of us before one of our most popular episodes was the one with raf his and ozzy mitsu's are two of our most popular episodes we've ever done of the entire of our first year and of course, it's a pleasure to have you on, Raf. Thank you so much for coming on, man. No, How no, are- no, no. Thank you. Thank you to you both for having me on again. I had a great chat with you guys last time, and I'm sure we're in for an even better one today. I'm doing well, guys. How are you both? <laughs> Mate, I've got to I've got to say that is probably my favorite podcast moment I've ever had. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that, that was you did well. You smashed it, you smashed it. <laughs> oh, I try, I try, I try my best. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right though. Thank you, bro. Uh started Good. a new job last week. Uh this very is... congrats to you. Very Thank big you. congrats indeed. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what I do because uh, a couple of the people I work with have somehow found the podcast. Uh <laughs> they were talking about it today. So uh, yeah, uh, hi everyone. Um but yeah, uh, that's going really well. Really enjoying it, but it's shattering. I, I know can you, imagine. you work super long days as well. So, uh, yeah. you know, the commute to and from work is... Uh, oh, 100%, mate. Yeah, 100%. it's a bit crappy. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, how, uh, how how's everything going with yourself, bro? I know you said that, uh, you know, you're, you're doing good. How Anything in the in the works? Yeah. Um, well, I was going to mention that a little bit later on, of course, but... Um, we're going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Pokemon anime on the 1st of April. So, um, a big, big moment indeed. Um, I'm actually hosting an event on Twitter with um, the community. Not trying to go up and beyond or crazy or anything. I just thought, you know, I'll um, bring a couple pals in, combine forces together and just share some good times with everyone, really. See, um, see, I know you're very humble, so I hope you don't mind me saying this. Yeah, but like, what I... You are one of the pillars of the anime community. Like it's a very wholesome community. Mm. If not, if not one of the best wholesome communities in Pokemon, considering all of the, you know, toxic stuff. That yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I have had a couple of people say to me, "Oh, um, you're the king of Anipoke, aren't you?" And I say, "No, please don't associate <laughs> me with that." Because it's, you know what? Is whilst I definitely, definitely, really do appreciate the kind words, 
I'm just yeah. another guy from Northwest London that just has a passion and just talks about the Pokemon anime, really. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not someone that's out here to be having some crown on my head to say, oh, I'm the big don. Because I'm not, big, like, I'm not, I'm not even, even if I wanted to say I'm the big don, I'm not even the biggest don anyway. And at, yeah, the big, you know, I'm the big don out here. Do you know what I mean? Tony Montana. But um, at, the, at the same time, I, I do appreciate the kindness, but um, you know what? I just try my best to, um, to be honest and um, just legit really, because at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff going down in every community really. And um you know, the, the Pokemon anime community, the Anipo community is a great place with loads of amazing creators, influencers, people, artists, musicians, everything. And, um, you know, we're, we're just trying our best to uh, to stay in unity with one of each other, really, because, of course, we had some unfortunate circumstances last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But apart from that, you know, we just got to keep moving forward. And, you know, everyone's really excited for the anniversary. 25 years, you know, the bloody anime is just as old as me. I'm, I'm a year older <laughs> by it, but you know what? That, it's no competition. Apart from that, I'm just out here to have a good time, really, bro. That's that's practically it. Fantastic. That's that's very very wholesome of you to say. Um, I've got to say, my dealings with the the Pokemon anime community have been uh, largely positive. Um, yeah. I, I've you know I've not met anyone there that's been uh, excessively obnoxious as of yet. So it's it's good to know that you know yeah. you guys are hyping behind. The, bro, it's the, the best community stuff. ones. Sorry to interrupt. It's the best community. Like I'm on Twitter mainly. I've got. All it is, is it's pretty much most of Rast followers, to be honest, do follow us. <laughs> like, but like, it's just cool stuff, man. Whereas I notice more in the video game community than the anime community, there's more toxic stuff. It just seems wholesome as shit. Just everyone getting excited about who's coming oh, back. I'll t- tell you what, Flop, you're, you're, you're definitely in the good light for sure because there has been a lot of toxic crap. And like at oh. the same time, um, this year, I'll be honest, we're in March now. There's been a couple of situations, but it's more... Um, people fighting really rather than some proper crazy exposure shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, let's stay um, away from the exposure shit. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> definitely. Like, it's 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 terrible. It is terrible. But mm. you know, the, the year's going strong. You know, we're trying our best. And um, at the end of the day, I think everyone's realizing that you know there's more to like a community than just beefing each other and just you know trying to cancel each other because at the end of the day, we're all here to share the same passion really. And thankfully. I'd say about 90% of the community realise that because the other 10% are just bloody idiots and I don't give a shit what they say. So, <laughs> no, because it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous how some people approach each other and, you know, I put out a couple of tweets here and there to say, you know, we're all here for one thing. Like, why do you not want to beef each other? At the end of the day, it's just pathetic, really. But Amen, bro. Amen. It's, that's the topic for another dis- uh, That's the topic for another day. It is but, indeed. Uh, yeah. So, uh, f- I guess the the biggest massive reason why uh, I wanted to specifically get you back on, I know Flob did as well, but the biggest reason why I'd suggested reaching out to bring you back on, because uh, I've seen ever since the announcement from the uh, Pokemon Presents, not Direct, (laughs) as uh, Gaz very kindly pointed out. um, Yeah, ever since that announcement, I can see there's been absolute nonstop love and outpouring from yourself towards uh, a specific announcement that was made during that that presents. (laughs) So uh, would you like to uh, talk us through what that was? Yes, yes. So um, Pokemon Presents on uh, Pokemon Day was fun. You know, we got our insights to the new cafe mix stuff coming the new oh, pokemon masters. yeah i cannot wait to play <laughs> it i need to get the game first and then i can play it but um, <laughs> biggest announcement that literally made me flip with joy was when we got the new generation nine games pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet being revealed and um at first i was thinking to myself 
oh, you know what? I'm just mesmerized by how the game looks. But as soon as I found out, I mean, obviously we haven't got the full official confirmation from Pokemon themselves to say that it is based on this country. But from what we've seen in the trailer and what people have been dissecting from it themselves, as soon as I saw the correlation and pretty much confirmed relation to Spain, um, yeah, that, that sold me. That really did sell me. Um, because from my background, I am Spanish myself, and um, I've always wanted to uh, have a game based on Spain, especially for all the times that I've traveled to Spain to see family, holidays. And back when I was a kid and I used to go to Spain for summer holidays to see my family, I would play Pokemon with my family. And it was just like, you know, the most mesmerizing and wholesome thing to do with my cousins at that time, back when we were all younger. And now I look back at it, and of course my cousins are much older. But the fact that the new game is based on Spain, I feel a bit—I um, feel a bit emotional. I'm not going to lie; I do feel a bit emotional because it relates back to the childhood of when I would always go over there and play the games with them. So um, yeah, I'm—I was going—I was—I was turning into a bit of a wild one that day, going nuts with all the, the Spanish references and just like just over the moon really um at first obviously everyone was like oh my god raf when we found out gen 8 was based on you know the united kingdom you were thrilled but when we saw it based on spain you were just over the moon and i was just like you know what i guess i keep winning guys i just keep <laughs> on winning you, you know? know i was gonna say you've been eating well with the last couple I've been of generations eating well definitely we had um we had the Galloway region based on the uk you know flipping um Greninja coming back the bloody god that back to me is now official voice it is absolutely <laughs> official 100% canon um my favorite character Bonnie from the X and Y series she's back as well and um I found out that the next game is going to be based on Spain so um yeah I've been I've been pretty healthy I've been pretty healthy but you know what I can't judge it all just yet because you know new game development they're still releasing information of course and um I'm not going to be 100% biased because I do want to be critical and fair to myself as well and not just uplift my expectations because when the game comes, I'm going to be like, oh, after all of that, it's shit. I'm not saying it will be shit, but you know what I mean? Just to uh, put false hope in my uh, in my hands. But um, what about you guys? Did you Were you over the moon when you found out it was Spain? Um, oh, I've go got on, go one, on. so I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Oh, that's the thing. Whenever me and uh, when me and you both get asked a question, we both turn around and immediately wait for the other one and then answer at the same time. <laughs> Very polite. Very polite. We are. It's, it's that that Birmingham gentlemen. Blood, you know. Gentlemen indeed. We are very gentlemen. But yeah, um, I've I've been to Spain a couple of times. Um, in in my life, uh, I, both times have been to Barcelona, and honestly, oh, I think I think it's the most beautiful city I've ever been to. I adore the place with an absolute passion. So when Brilliant. I saw in the the trailer that they had done basically a Pokemon version of the Sagrada Familia, yes. I was absolutely like, oh my god, that's beautiful! I'm I'm sold on that. Um, like seeing the actual Sagrada Familia with my my own eyes when I went to Barcelona, you get a mm-hmm. scale of how massive and impressive and just beautiful that that building is yes uh, and funnily enough it's it's like never ever going to be finished so that mm. that'll be fun um but I, I was buzzed to see it and i'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the the region because it's, it's not necessarily at, at least from what we've seen so far just going to be based off of spain it's going to be based off of yeah. the whole iberia region so i know uh kuro is also going to be quite happy about that too. oh very very he is indeed yeah shout out kuro he was having a he was having a field time looking at all the portuguese references and everything in relation to that bless him yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what about you, guys? How are you feeling about it? Um, I'll be honest with you. So, 
for those that I've obviously listened to the podcast over the last year, so that no, well, I've been mentioning Gen Nine quite a few times, and um, we discussed where we'd like to see. So there was a couple locations. I said, I said Italy, Canada. Um, I said Spain would be a very interesting location, and I would not mind Spain at all. So to see Spain, I'm quite happy, and it is a place I've been to. It's actually the only place in Europe I've actually been to. Um, yeah, outside the UK. So I've got a lot of love for Spain. I think it's got, I think it's a fantastic region choice, to be truthful. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I fit, And this might be a hot take. I, know I definitely want your opinion on this one, as well as you, Ralph, of course. Yeah. I actually think these three new starters are some of the strongest um, artistically designed starters we've had in a few years. I really believe that. I think they stand out well, to be fair. Maybe I'm biased because I love cats and fucking, you know. <laughs> that makes two of us. I definitely agree with you. And I, I can definitely see the origin from what they've done with it and just like the subtle details in relation to the Spanish language. Like, gadito in Spanish means small cat, for example. And then, yeah. you know, the beginning of Fue Coco, fire. And then Quaxley. Quaxley, I'm not going to lie. I'm not entirely sure where they were going with that name itself. I can understand Quacks, obviously, is for a duck quacking and everything. But I couldn't really I couldn't really understand its origin of the name as much as I intended it to compared to the other two. I like their designs. At first, when I saw the reveal of the stars, I was looking at them and I was thinking, I mean, everyone was probably thinking the same, but they look like really good Fakemon. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> What's, what's, what's Game Freak been up to? But then after time, and I watched the trailer back again, and I was just, I froze at the frame where the, the portrait was of them, and I was looking at them a bit more. I was like, you know what? They've done a really, really good job with these. And, um, well, in my opinion, of course, and I, and I thought they were, um, they're, like you said, um, Flob, they're really, really well designed and very strong in their appearance. So um, I'm looking I've got, I've got to, to ask you, Yes, I, I have got to ask you though. Did you believe it was a uh, Detective Pikachu too at the start? Mate, honest to God, honest to God, <laughs> when I was streaming that that moment, I honestly Pikachu because I, I could have sworn there was some news talking about um, oh, there's going to be a sequel and a couple of other mates as well. They thought it was going to be um, oh goodness me, they thought it was going to be like some sort of like night at the museum kind of like Pokemon themed movie and I was thinking I can see it that's for sure you know you've got a security <laughs> guard going to Game Freak office oh no everything's gonna like another um CGI film with like Pokemon shown in the real life world but um yeah I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it um I did at first think it was gonna be Detective Pikachu 2 because just the whole feel of it and everything you know security guards late at night you know probably <laughs> finds out something's missing and then you see Pikachu again, Ryan Reynolds pops out of nowhere, hello again, all that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I definitely that thought that. Cool. I definitely thought that. But when I found out it was in relation to the games, I was thinking to myself, bloody hell, Gen 9's here already. And then, like, I haven't got a problem with obviously Gen 9 coming at this time for me personally, but I was just like, bloody hell, like, Gen 9's going to be around the corner. And then there it was. It just, it just came out and that was it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, not, awesome. no, I, it is it is a bit of a crazy one to be fair, but like, but yeah, regarding the whole announcement and stuff, I am incredibly excited. The game looks like it could be one of the best Pokemon games you've ever had. You know, the open world aspect as well. well just saying yeah, that too. Mm. But um, I was going to talk about Scarlet um, and Violet in a second. I've got an interesting thing to ask you, Raf. So, yes, mate. I've I've typed in the Pokeraf onto Google, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I click news just to see what pops up out of interest. And there's yeah. a lot of articles that mention you, surprisingly. Oh, was you aware of this? <laughs> was you yeah. aware of this? Yeah. Like, okay, okay. What ones do you know of that mention you for it? Because there's one here that mentions you like a fuck ton. Um, blimey, mate. I know there's a couple of them that are talking about certain tweets from certain episodes. Um, the one that I'm thinking of... Everyone mentions me, I'm a celebrity here. You know what, mate? Honestly, I I don't... Half of the time, I get people tagging me sometimes saying, oh, you made it onto comic book. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. Um, I mean, not like it hasn't happened before with a certain article, but, you know, you don't talk (laughs) about that anymore. I can see that one. Mm. I can see that one still mentioned. Is it there still? Oh, it might be yep. from, I think it's from um, an Italian. Uh, yep. or, yes, Italian it is. Domain one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, they're mainly just me talking about certain things, I think, about certain episodes. And I know there's been a couple of uh, articles talking about how I mentioned about breaks because um, I, I reference a source that manages to tell us in advance about um, certain breaks that the anime. But um, yeah, I, I have been made aware about the articles. I have been made aware. Yeah, comicbook.com have mentioned you in seven alone. And there's like, as now, like, this, this sixth article is just a picture of Ronaldo just standing. Yeah, there. like, oh, mate, honestly. And then there's there's another one of um, Ronaldo, and then I think he's got Ash and Pikachu on his head. Yeah, that's, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, and that's then, um, yeah, that was a. Uh, you know, that was a fun day. That was a fun day. Of course, I made sure that it was put into like perspective to say, you know what, this isn't legit. You know, I'm just following a meme and everything. But I think onesies just spotted them, right? Ones if you just looked as well. I've, I've seen some, some interesting stuff. Uh, I've just done the same because, you know, when, when Gaz says, oh, I've, I've done this, I'm like, oh, God, I've got to see for myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen three articles, three pictures of Cristiano Ronaldo with the ninja, <laughs> like just. In the in the thing, it's like I, I don't understand how that got so out. I know we spoke about it last time. Yeah, do, do you know what it is? I think it's the fact that oh god, I don't want to discredit them or anything. They're really great, and I really oh do yes, you do. yes you do, yes you do. Comic book, comic book, um, comic book put the article out, and then since then there was loads of other sources that were jumping on it. I reckon because um, their fan, their following and fan base is is massive, and of course. I got a couple of people saying, "Oh, you're in this, you're in that." I got a couple of people saying to me, "Why would you say such a like misleading thing?" And I'm thinking to myself, "Listen, like I put out a funny tweet on a funny time for a funny occasion. I even put bloody like I think I put a couple kisses in the bloody tweet as well. So like, if you think that I'm out here to try and mislead people, you know, you need to just like jog on, mate. You know what I mean? I can't, I couldn't give a crap because I'm here to have fun at the end of the day. I mean, if it's on April Fools and everything, then that's a different scenario. But come on, you know, we're all here to have a good time. But can, can I quote the tweet, please? I've got it here. Can I please? Yeah, go. <laughs> right. Yeah, go. Amazing. On, so Raf put right <laughs> again. This was at four forty p.m. Um, October the tenth, two thousand twenty-one. Manchester United star Cristiano Ronaldo reveals in a recent interview that he's been obsessed with the Pokemon X and X. Anime. Greninja is my favourite Pokemon. I also heard this silly phrase from a Pokemon tu- YouTuber, something about Koga, come back to me, who is Koga? And it, this is what kills me. It's what it's what Raph puts in the comments. Private quote retweet is definitely a messy fan. <laughs> <laughs> they should have seen that immediately uh, been like, yep, yeah, okay, that, that's not real. That's what I'm thinking, mate. Like, the bloody replies as well, people laughing because... There were people going on saying, oh, 
um who is it like flipping trey songs or um what's the other rapper that everyone's in love with recently um oh blimey i can't even remember his name but like someone was doing stupid things saying oh this artist has said that their favorite character is dawn oh they're saying that their favorite pokemon's charizard and i'm just thinking come on mate like do you know what i mean it's so obvious and it all started from a squid game meme didn't it oh uh, yeah that's what that was it yeah it was because um didn't BBC put something out about Squid Game or something? Or I can't remember. It was something about Squid Game, definitely. But I can't remember the original, um, the original concept for what it was. But blimey, it was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a funny day. I just saw a uh, flobs. Uh... <laughs> I'm just looking at it again now, and I'm thinking, bloody hell! Like, come on. I just, retweeted it. Just, I just retweeted it with I love him. <laughs> like, I've got people saying I can't wait for, to see who falls for this. I'm starting to wonder oh, who's the bigger Koga fan, Zach or you. Like, Apparently Ronaldo's the biggest Koga fan. Isn't it? He's like, oh, yo, I hate that I fell for this two times. And I'm like, bloody hell, the fact that you fell for it twice, mate, that says a lot in itself. But, <laughs> bless him. You know what? I'm, I'm really grateful for the people that... Um, I'm really grateful for the people that, you know... Nah, it's fun. It's, it's a laugh. For them, yeah, it's a laugh, exactly. They understand it, do you know what I mean? And they understand me. And I guess, obviously, at times, not everyone's going to see that because when they see a public tweet from someone that they don't really recognise or know, then, um, you know, I can understand that, that potential backlash. But at the same time, from the majority of the replies, you know, people are like, oh, that was funny. Oh, you've made my day. Oh, it's just a little giggle, do you know what I mean? But happy <laughs> on, mate. at the end of the day, I mean... <laughs> I mean, Greninja's back now anyway, so I guess Ronaldo might have actually had a little influence on him. Probably heard him, <laughs> probably heard him from all the way in uh, his hometown now. And he's like, yeah, that's it. He's coming home. <laughs> he's literally coming home. He's going to tune back into the anime now. Isn't it? He's going to watch that episode live. He's going to be like, oh, so this is what they're talking about, the bloody Greninja's <laughs> <then, laughs> going to do a little backflip. It's going to be like, Soo! Mate, if I ever do uh, a draft league and get Greninja in the draft league, it's just going to be automatically nicknamed <laughs> soon now. <laughs> oh, that's quality, mate. But oh. um, yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Fantastic. So uh, speaking of the anime, uh, Greninja's obviously come back now, hence yeah. the Sue. But uh, yeah, I personally, I'm not a massive, <laughs> oh God, I'm not a massive uh, Pokemon anime fan. Um, yeah. I can appreciate that it's like, from what I've seen, it's got a lot better. Yes. over like recent years uh, uh i did enjoy some of the sun and moon episodes as well i thought they were really funny and really well written yes. yeah. um but that was like the last time i watched so um what yes. would you say is like the biggest draw for the newest series like what would be the biggest selling point you'd describe to people i'd probably say the whole concept that is just so distinctive like we're so used to every anime series being by the books or by the games you know gym challenge league boom, onto the next one. Sun and Moon really changed the formula when it invented trials and, you know, the kahunas and everything. But the journeys, I feel like the main two things that have made it pop off in such a positive way for its distinctiveness would have to be the Pokemon World Championships, which is the current competition Ash is in at the moment. And the fact that it's just got no narrative and it's very episodic. Like, the thing is with uh, journeys in itself is that Ash and his the neutral uh, protagonist go. They're the, uh, lab researchers and they go to different regions. They region hop. They learn about new things. They investigate Pokemon. They catch Pokemon. And during that time, Ash is battling trainers to uh, 
uh, get into the Masters 8, which is the highest tier, to take on Leon, who is the current world champion that is undefeated. And um, Ash's am- ambition from the episode where he first took on Leon was obviously, you know, if I defeat Leon, I get one clip, uh, one step closer to becoming a Pokemon Master. Whereas for Go, his goal is to catch um, to catch Mew and to. In that process, he believes, oh, I'm going to try and do a bloody live index whilst I can, even though he hasn't even got a live index. <laughs> or and um, to get to Mew. <laughs> so, um, like, you know, uh, bless him, like, he tries. Uh, I, I don't know, he's got some, he's definitely got some action replay hack because every Pokeball he's thrown, he's caught Pokemon instantly. And I'm thinking, you know what, if he just threw a Great Ball and Ultra Ball, that would have been a bit nicer. But, you know, what, we'll let No, him. mate, you're fine. All he's doing is he's holding L plus A, B, L plus A, yeah, yeah. And then he, he, he triple uh, triple taps the start button just for a little bit of good luck. So uh, <laughs> it might work. But um, I definitely have to say that the biggest point for Journeys is those two things because don't get me wrong journeys is probably the most controversial season of the anime especially seeing as now ash is going to go into this sector of where he's going to be taking on leon oh if he wins is he gonna is that his journey over because he defeated the biggest person in the world or if he loses what's going to happen is he going to go to another region and come back so many questions but the one thing i love about journeys in particular is probably his concept of grasping continuity because for me, the way I see it, Journeys is literally all about the adventure. And in the recent opening, we got a clear indication about that because it showed references from when Ash was like, you know, getting Pikachu in the very first episode to how now he's at that stage in his journey where he's gone through so many adventures. He's met so many people and so many companions have returned that it's kind of like it's really weird to explain. But it's, it's like a journey inside of a journey that he's going to be concluding. And, um, you know, if if we get the Gen 9 anime or whatever happens to Ash afterwards, then um, that would be the next step for him. But um, Can I ask a few things regarding that? Which you, yeah. which you've, obviously, you can finish what you're saying, but... No, I just no, want no, to ask no, that, that's it, really. Go for it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, obviously, I, would it be fair to say we're in the end game right now of um, of of this current anime season? I mean, like, the whole journeys thing? Because I know we're going, yeah. we're going to be having... Yeah. I would say we are because, um, you know, the, the standard pan for um, certain series tends to be uh, three years. You got a couple of them that are four and then obviously the original series was five because you have the integration of Johto and everything. Um, but from what we know, especially seeing as now we've just had the release, uh, not the release, but yeah, I was going to say if we had the release, I would have been flipping playing that game 24-7 by now. We just had the <laughs> announcement of um, Scarlet and Violet. And, um, you know, from what we know, that's going to be coming out in late 2022. And normally new series for the Pokemon anime tend to kickstart in the tail end of the year, around the November time, yeah. September, October, November time. Um, so I definitely think we are in the end game as well for the position that Ash is in now at the moment as well in the in the, uh, the hyper class. He's one battle away from getting the Masters A. Um, you know, we're getting to that point where... I feel like maybe some things might be a bit rushed because from I spoke to a mate um, who was actually telling me about the current progress. Uh, his name is Andy Poke Fandom. Shout out to him. He um, he told me that we're only even. I think it was a figure of like forty percent of all of the Pokemon that have been shown so far in the series, and the official Twitter account for the Pokemon anime, like they call that Andy Poke PR, they um. They said that every single Pokemon will be shown in this series. So we're like, you know, we're probably about 40 episodes away. Unless if they do like a good solid 10 episodes of Go just going around catching loads of Pokemon, 
it's going to be a bit controversial how they're going to meet that expectation. And um, But from what I can definitely see and from what I know and from what I've spoken to a couple of people about, this is probably going to be the end era, especially seeing as we've now just got this new opening that has kind of given us that picture of saying this is the journey and it's going to be showing the progression and potential end of that said journey. We're getting loads of people come back and um, from director interviews, they even said, oh, we're going to be having loads of companions return, rivals return, certain Pokemon, it's going to be certain focus and we've already ticked every box and we're already in March. They said throughout 2022 we're going to see all these events and we're in March now and all five of those things have been ticked off the list so it's um it's a bit of an odd one it is a bit of an odd one because some people think journeys is going to extend even longer um some people think there might be another integration like what we have with Kanto and Johto maybe into Gen 9 because it is continuing the journey and if Go wants to catch every Pokemon he's probably going to need to go to the the Spanish region but um, it is a bit of a tricky one, mate. It is a bit of a tricky one. For me personally, I'm just going with the flow. I've made a couple yeah. of videos touching on the topic, but at the same time, you know what? I'm not going to bash the series. I mean, I will oh, do no, like a, yeah, I, I'll yeah. try and do like a critical review at the end of it. But yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely say it's in its end game, especially with everything it, that's going exciting. on. It's exciting, isn't it, to speculate what, what's going to happen? And I think for you, especially, and the community of the, you know, for everyone that watches anime, like I watch it myself, I still need to catch up a lot of it because. I just sometimes I struggle to find the time and I like I like having loads of it to watch so I can like binge yeah. watch a lot of it if that makes sense. Whereas yes. I know you guys would have to wait pretty much weeks in advance to try and look how long would you have to wait for a new episode, Raph? Until it's, no, it's, it's every it's, week, it's, isn't it? It's at least on a weekly basis, yeah. So um what right, happens okay. is uh, the episode gets streamed on certain platforms at uh, nine fifty five AM our time. And then if we wanted to get the subdiversion, the fan subdiversion from translators that normally tends to drop at around uh, 9 to 11 p.m. our time as well, depending on how heavy the dialogue is. So um, I, I sometimes manage to get a, a little moment during work and peep in to watch the episode. I can't obviously put it on full blast because I'm in the office and, you know, people are like, what the hell are you doing? But, um, <laughs> just, do the just do it for the bants, mate. Just yeah, isn't it? I'm going to be like, I'm going to get my phone out and I'm going to be literally <laughs> waving it in the office and they're going to be like, oh, shut the sheet. Um, day, all that stuff. And they're thinking, what the hell is that? And I'm like, just shut up. I'm having a good time. But, um, <laughs> but when, when I was working from home and when I get the occasion to work from home again, um, I might just put it on the little on the second screen, have a little watch there, put myself on busy for a little bit, you know, just to avoid any angry callers calling on a Friday. I'm like, no, I'm not letting you ruin my Friday morning. I'm going to watch a, a, a children's TV show about pocket monsters being caught. But um, you do yeah, you, that, bro. You do it, you. I'm living my best life. Work is not on top of me right now. But um, but yeah, that's that tends to be the the schedule for when the episodes come out. That, I'm really happy you mentioned that to me because during the interlude, I have actually something to ask you, which won't be on the podcast. So uh, don't, okay. don't worry. I'll mention that later. But um, yeah. a few more things regarding anime. So obviously, first of all, I assume you are stupidly excited to see the Spanish region on the anime. Ne never mind the games. We know how beautiful it looks on the games. But can you imagine Spain with the current animation of Pokemon, which I think Journeys has got a good animation personally. Yeah, I, I think it's really good. Um there was a there was actually an episode, uh, a Team Rocket episode recently in the series that actually referenced part of Portugal that it was based on for a location and for the way it looked visually, it was really really good. Um, I feel like, you know what? Ever since oh god, I'm going to sound like a broken record for this for these people, <laughs> but ever since Sun and Moon came out, the whole division of 
people watching the anime has really grown because they're so used to the old art style, you know, the crisp, clean shading and everything. And I get that. I really do. But at the end of the day, there's bound to be new animators that were introduced. Like some of these animators that were introduced during Sun and Moon, they're still working on the Pokemon anime now and they've improved drastically and people appreciate that. But some people, you get your old school fans and you know what? No disrespect to them at all. I totally get it. But at the same time, they they really do go on about saying, ah, oh, I would continue watching po- the Pokemon anime if it was in this art style. And for me personally, I feel like if you enjoy a series and if you're a big Pokemon fan and like you know that you're going to enjoy it, regardless, just watch it, mate, because you, you get used to it. And like every series has had an animation change. Like we had the screen resolution back in Diamond and Pearl that finally changed to widescreen. In X and Y, we had so many details that would change to ash's persona in terms of like how he was visually looking sun and moon done exactly the same and journeys has done that as well there's examples of when ash is getting ready to fight someone and his pre-card screen showing um who he's battling against he's changed his character has changed and like you know it's just incredible to see that it is an ongoing thing in every series you're gonna get these animation details you're gonna get animation errors as well like for example ash's cat was colored differently in an episode or ash's eye was missing back in the flipping callous league he's taken on the biggest competition in the callous league and he's only got one eye poor lad like come on that's just not good enough it's just not good enough he's trying man to be... only needs one eye you know yeah little cyclops thing going on there but um <laughs> but apart from that no it, it is um it's very exciting because I personally like the Journey's art style and so many characters who have returned, such as like Cynthia, Gary, Clement, Bonnie, all of these characters like Chuck as well. Very uh, heavy, detailed visual characters. They look great in this art style, like even Professor Oak himself. Like, you know, obviously he's a very more simpler design because you can just draw Professor Oak from the hand and, you know, just add him in a render for this. But like for the way he looks in the new art style, it's incredible. And I feel like the Gen 9 anime would do a really good job at that. And I feel like the way that they could portray the the uh, the region, there's so many possibilities. And depending on what landmarks we get and just like the whole concept in itself, I think it could be very visually beautiful in a similar way to sun and moon because when we got introduced to all the islands you know the the grasslands the rural areas the mountains everything i thought personally it looked really really nice even though i went through a phase where i started watching sun and moon then i stopped and then i started all over again because i was having my doubts about the series but you know what? i was like oh, i'll just give it a chance and you know it gifted us with something that was really really nice so um i i, I definitely think that the new anime series that is to come whenever it comes, will uh, we'll be uh, definitely high on the table. And uh, I'm sure people will give it a chance, especially knowing that, fingers crossed, um, Ash is uh, still going to be in the series. So, yeah, I think it will be a good opportunity for everyone. Good man, good man. Oh, yeah. Do you know what really... I've got one, I've got my bad. Um, I, I was just, just going to say gonna... No, no, it's all right. It's all right, my bad. I was only going to mention... Ladies, please. What a time. We do this every single time, honestly. Okay, I'll go. I'll go, right. So I'm only going to mention this because it's on topic of what we're speaking about with Raph. So, Raph, I've got to ask you because you mentioned about how, and you are right, a lot of people, it's a very 50-50 whether people like the art style or not. Um, I've got to play devil's advocate, though, when it comes to uh, Sun and Moon specifically because it felt like such a drastic difference not yeah. just animation style. I mean, like, Ash seemed rather grown up in the XYZ. You know, yes, he's, definitely. Um, he seemed like a very mature very character, and a lot of people yeah. love that. And then 
you, you go to Sun and Moon and it's like, I'm a kid again. And it, it was a very weird, you know, change. Like, and it put me up. Yeah. It took me a while to want to watch it. I thought, oh, no, forget that. You know, I, I don't know. What, what's your opinion on that? Do you think it was a weird no, change? No, I, that's, that's, what, that's what kind of stopped me t- from the beginning of watching the series because it wasn't about the animation. It was more about... All right, let me put it into perspective like this. So after Diamond and Pearl, Ash had the reboot with um, Black and White where, you know, he's going through that whole phase again and then he screwed his head on right at the end and then X and Y was where people would see Ash as his best for everything that he'd done, everything he accomplished, the way he was. And, you know, that's not even to include Ash Greninja, you know, the whole Kalos League thing. It was just the way he implemented so many things from prior to Black and White in his battles and his techniques and how he would like just speak to the Pokemon themselves. Now, when Sun and Moon came along, I, I, I agree with you guys. Like literally I was thinking to myself, bloody hell, what's happened here? Cause as soon as I uh, watched the very first episode, I was like, okay, he's in a different country. He's in a different region. You know, he's living his life. He's chilling. He's probably still happy that he managed to make, you know, runner up in the biggest league at that time. But, I did get the vibes that he was being a kid. And then when I found out he was going to be doing the whole school thing as well, and then, like, you know, obviously the trials, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this because I feel like for us legacy fans as well, like, we've grown up with the anime just being so written to the book. And then when Sun and Moon came for the game era, we were like, bloody hell, this is really, really, like, you know, innovative and, like, you know, very just it's just it was really cool like when i was seeing all the lola forms or the new content that they were releasing on the website and it was really really refreshing but then when it came to the anime i was like how's ash going to be able to fit in with all of that and they'd done a good job later on from what i was watching and everything but at first i was a bit i was a bit i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna watch this series and it was after episode i think i watched up to episode 13 that i stopped for a bit and that's where I was on the heavy games era. And then after that, I started again and I managed to watch the series. And I started to learn, obviously, that this series is more about a slice of life. You know, it's all about the characters and how they develop, like what they've had in their history, what they're trying to achieve. Whereas obviously Ash is so used to being in like a trio or, you know, a smaller group compared to have all of his Alola friends, you know, we get all these different characters, like for example, you know, May, Dawn, coordinators, Serena wanted to be a performer, Clement wanted to be a great inventor, Bonnie wanted to become a Pokemon trainer, Brock, you know, he's had multiple changes for himself. He originally wanted to become, you know, a breeder, then he became a doctor. And, you know, bearing in mind, he's still got a gym leader occupation under his belt and just, you know, looking after his siblings, all the families, everyone, Misty, water type gym leader, which wants to be the best water specialist in the, the water Pokemon specialist in the, you know, in the series. There's just so many people. Iris, like, look at her, for goodness sake. She wanted to become a Dragon Master and then she came back in this series and, you know, she's, now a bloody you know champion of Unova. Um, it's just so many different aspects, and that's where I felt Sun and Moon was actually really, really good with it because we got to learn yeah. more about the characters. Um, but when it came to Ash, you know, he was building himself up. He was away from, you know, the whole gym thing. He's like, oh, I can't wait to get my badge. But now it's all about, oh, I can't wait to defeat this trial and get this, you know, this Z crystal. And then that changed the whole formula. But um, no, I definitely agree with you. At the very early stages, I was like, mate, 
I don't know if I want to watch this. You know, I'm still a Pokemon fan. I'm still Lord to the Soil, but I don't know if I just want to watch this. But I gave it a chance, and um, yeah, it it paid off in my books. Yeah, There's I think it paid of... off. Yeah, I think yeah. it paid off. I agree with that definitely. I think it was just a just such a just a contrast of a difference. You know what I mean? Like one extreme to the other. I felt like at the start. But um, I feel like Journey started off right because I feel like you know it wasn't too different from it. Yeah, Journey's Journey's definitely started it off really high, especially with the very first episode. Uh, the, well, it was the second episode, or the first, yeah. first or second episode, one of them, where they showed off all of Ash's accomplishments over the series. So that was the biggest key detail for people to understand to say, you know what, it's not like Ash has just gone through all of these different regions and he's just tucked him away under his belt. Even though we've had references of Ash, and like, you know, being recognised from the Battle Frontier and the Orange League and the, like the indigo plateau and everything but journeys set the bar really high with that because it was like okay we're actually getting like a reference to how ash has been across his whole journey up to this stage now so we can expect many things from him and um from what i've been watching um of the series on a weekly basis they've they've definitely hit the nail on the head with that um of course there's controversy as to how it's going to end off but no i think i definitely think they've done a good job with it Right, Wanzi, you can you can go, you can shoot off, mate. You can shoot off, yeah. mate. I'm actually glad that I went second on this because you know every, every single time that you know we I, I listen to you guys talking about the anime and all the different nuances and stuff like that, it, yeah. it really strikes me about you know you in particular, Raf, how passionate you are about the anime and how far it's come since you started yeah. watching it. Like a lot of people in the Pokemon community, you, you hear them talking about the games. It's always with disappointment and regret course, and, yeah. and stuff. But when when you're talking about the anime, you're like, well, you know what? I gave it a chance. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I can see what it's doing. And you guys seem to be looking for a lot more of the positives than the negatives. Yeah. And There's a lot a... more that went there. Like, oh, yeah. Sorry, ones. Like, there just is like... With the anime, I can say, like, again, Raph, you feel free to state your opinion as well. Like, yes. with me, I feel like this is one of the strongest Pokemon animes we've had in years. And in, until Legends Arceus came out, I, I couldn't say the video mm. games. It was just, obviously, Legends Arceus has sparked the brand new height of Pokemon. And a lot of people have said that. That's another topic, you know. But that I just feel like the reason why we look for the positives because there's, uh, there's loads of positives with this anime. For me, personally, what, what, yes. what do you think, Raph, on that? No, 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 definitely, definitely. Like, I feel like since Journeys has come into the picture, like, it's opened my aspect a lot more because at the very beginning, I'll be honest with you, I didn't like Journeys. I didn't like Journeys at all. Blasphemy! Um, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it purely because... How can I say it? I found out that it's very episodic and, you know, we're not going to get arcs when really we did get arcs. We got arcs later on. We've got the Legends Arceus arc. We've got um, double specials with like the Sinnoh era and everything. At first I was like, I can't watch this. I found it, I found it a bit like what's going on here. Like, you know, a bit messy, but um, later on, I started to understand more about the details and everything. And it definitely like, brought a lot more positivity towards me because all I talk about now is like some of the characters, some of the details shown and some of the writing for these episodes, they're bloody powerful for a children's show. Like you got yeah, yeah, about bullying, you know, death, um, losing a friend and then meeting up with them again. It's very, very, very relatable in our lives. And 
I feel like that is a brilliant way to portray not only an anime series, but bloody real life, because that's literally what's going on. They're portraying something that happens in their lives in the anime, which is something that's a complete parallel that happens to us. And I feel like Journeys is doing a really good job at that. Okay, it's episodic, but the episodic factor is playing a really nice part into this. Um, but yeah, the positive side... Like when it comes to the anime, there are a lot of people that have their criticisms and I try my best to be reasonable with them because I can understand it. But for me personally, I feel like I can lay it down a little bit more because I've grown up since the original series and I've watched like the anime from an early season in Japanese to understand the different context compared to the dub. Um, whereas for no disrespect to any of these people these viewers like some of them have only just started watching anime now so they're like looking at it like oh this is this 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 is this but i look back at other things and i'm like mate trust me if you were down in my era you would be criticizing that rather than this or you'll be praising this rather than that so yeah. it's a bit um it's a bit different in my aspect like some of the um the older content creators in the, in the community they're very old school by the books and um, they don't like journeys and they don't like sun and moon and i totally respect that because that like i mentioned they've grown up in an era where they watch the old school stuff and they're like you know what that's it for me i can't really take anything else away from it but i feel like for me because i'm an ongoing viewer of the series and the different series that have been released it's um it's given me a bit more of an insight like there's no series that I think is perfect. It all has their criticisms. They've got brilliant elements and everything in relation to that. But at the end of the day, like it's given me just an insight on how each series is good in its own way. And appreciate more because when you talk about journeys, people are going to be like, oh, I remember that. That was so cool. When you talk about X and Y, oh, that's so cool. When you talk about, you know, flipping advanced generation, one of the most underrated series, in my opinion. Like, you know, there's so many good things that came out of AG. And, you know, it's um it's all been pushed now into these later series. Each series has overlapped into one another to show why all of them play a massive part. So um I feel like that's uh that's my take on it really because at the end of the yeah. day be completely biased and say I'm I'm more of a diamond and pearl XY stand. I could say these two are the best series, that's it. Bob's your uncle. But I'm open. I'm open. So um I don't mind exploring and seeing how it goes. But yeah, the, the community itself, they tend to be very very supportive of each series that they, they like, but at the same time there is criticism and you know that's natural at the end of the day. I think uh, criticism's yeah. fine as long as it's fair criticism, you know? Yeah. There's no point slagging Ash off because Ash didn't catch a Flaffy! Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, bro. Like, you get a couple people that do that, and I'm like, you know what? You're in your own little box. You can talk about that as much as you want, but there's a majority of us that really don't give a shit, you know what I mean? Because we're still... <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It sounds brutal, but it's true because there's always someone that's going to say the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I respect that. I respect the passion. I respect the determination. And I respect the loyalty. But you, but they have to realise that we're in a different year now. And the way that the anime was shown back in their time compared to now is so different. Like, if they were ever introduced to a different series, their eyes would probably pop out of their head because they'll be like, wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. 
I didn't know this series had this. I didn't know this series was well known for that. It's crazy. Honestly, boys, it's absolutely crazy. And Spot on, bro. That's, that's why on. I'm grateful that I grew up with the very first series because now I've managed to see all of them like that. But, um, you know, shout out to everyone that's enjoying their own series and everything. You know, you guys do you, but you just got to make sure that, you know, you stay respectful to one another at the end of the day. You know, you got to stay in perspective of things as well. Exactly. Like everything's got its origins. It just because you started on a specific game doesn't mean you can discount everything before it. Same thing with anime as well. I mean, I started with Gen three in the games. Um, personally, not a fan of Gen Gen one at all, but that's for other reasons. But I can respect that both Gen one and Gen two did really good things. So it's all about you know making sure you pay respect to where things came from and realizing that. You know, we've all got our our past. We've all got our own little, you know, baggage that comes with it. We've all got our flaws, but just stay respectful, critique fairly, and you'll have a good time in this community. Yeah, definitely. definitely, I agree one hundred percent. No, ab- absolutely. We'll go into an interlude now. So if you turn in to grab some water, a little drink, that's fine. Um, and I'll I'll send you a link within like five five ish minutes, three ish minutes. If that's cool, boys. No Sweet, yeah. I'll go with that. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, two seconds, lads. See you in a sec. All right, we had the break, we had the popcorns and the drinks and whatever else, or maybe we didn't. I don't fucking know. But um, I've, I've got to ask Raph a question, Raph, mate. I'm going to ask you a very deep question now regarding anime. Yeah, go for it. Um, yep. So, <laughs> as I've already stated, I, I like this anime a lot. I think it's one of the, one of the best animes we've had in a while for Pokemon. Um, I've got to ask you this, though. So, as we've already stated, it's in the end game. You know, it's approaching the end of this this anime specifically. Now, obviously, we don't really know what's going to happen at the end. We can only really speculate. You know, yes. the, the the options are he beats Leon, uh, retires from the trainer life, and that's the end of Ash. Yeah. Uh, you know, Go, as you already said on the podcast um, earlier on, Go wants to go to the new region because there's more Pokemon that have been revealed. There's there's a lot of options, but my, my worry is that the next anime won't be able to live up to this one because mm. how do you top the world championships? Like this Pokemon anime feels like yeah. the Smash Brothers of the anime. It feels like <laughs> yeah. everyone like everyone is here, right? It's not yeah, it's, it's not it's not the mundane uh gym, then filler episodes, then the league. It's yeah. a very different. So what what's your response to that? Yeah, that's that's something I am a bit worried about, I'll be honest, because um, there's a couple of options that I've expressed before in a video about how I feel like if Ash wins, there could always be something that he can just continue on, blah, blah, blah. But the big question that always comes back around is, what's bigger than the Pokemon World Championships? Like, Unless yeah. if they do some crazy spin-off and in the World Championships it continues into the new region, but then at the same time it's like, everyone comes over from their region to Galar to participate in the World Championships. So how's there going to be, like, you know, a World Championships in the new Gen 9 region when it's not even discovered yet, and then they're going to go back and forth? It's a bit weird. Um, the other aspect I would see is, is that Ash will essentially lose against Leon and then go to the Spanish region, do all of that, and then go back. But then it will be a bit weird because how does that fit into the timeline of what Ash is in relation to the said games? Because even though Journeys isn't following the Sword and Shield book, it still has a lot of Sword and Shield elements to it. Yeah. Um, well, alternatively, Ash could literally just draw with Leon and then continue onwards. And I think that's probably what's going to bloody happen because I don't know why. I've just had this feeling that Ash is going to draw with Leon and because Leon's undefeated. And like if they give Ash a world title... 
that that's going to be just like what what are you going to give him next what like the universe title or some shit like that do you know what i mean like how, 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 like, how are they going to top that do you know what i mean he's so, um, fucking space yeah, yeah. he's going to be like the flipping the bloody emperor of the bloody galaxy or some shit like that. <laughs> like, like, just some random crap, it? it's got like a halo oh. above his head and he's like touring the galaxies oh yeah Fucking Darth Catchum. <laughs> Darth Catchum. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the anime Garen Lagan, but it basically like starts with they're underground in a cave just trying to get to the surface. Um and by the end of it, which is like a season and a half, they're literally in space fighting the gods of the universe. It's like, how did we wow. get here? Yeah, bloody hell, that sounds intriguing. Might have to check that out. It's quite um, interesting. It's good, good geez. show. I'm going to check that out, actually. I'll, I'll draw yeah. up on that name again for you later. Personally, but, um, I genuinely don't think... I'm uh, sorry to cut over, but I genuinely no, no, don't for... think they'll ever get rid of Ash. I, I think he's... I can't see yeah. he's, he's the face of the anime for all the yeah. kids in the franchise at this state. Like, you know, whenever you think of Pokemon, I automatically just think of Ash Ketchum. Like, I don't even think about yeah. the bloody games or like anything. He is the face. And Pikachu, of course. Um but I don't know, boys. I don't know. It's a bit weird because, you know, if he draws, I feel like that would be the most logical option because then, you know, the World Championships is situated in Galar and that's where its terrain is. If he goes to a new region, you know, as, you know, in that position, then he can see what other challenges await him because then he would have, like, you know, taken on the major leagues, the World Championships, and then who knows what the new Gen 9 region is going to have. It could be just a standard league that he has to take part in and where, let's say, for example, everyone from other regions go to that Spanish region and they take part in this Super League or, like, you know, people will quote-unquote as the <laughs> Champion League. Like, you know, the Super, Super League, League. League. <laughs> into the footy now, aren't we? Bloody hell. Um, but um, just, just something in relation to that because one, key, one, one funny detail actually to bring up is the fact that Cynthia said, um, back in the end of Diamond and Pearl, she said, oh, Paul and Ash and Paul are going to meet in the Champion League. Some people kind of misinterpret that to think, oh, the Champion League, um, is that where, you know, the Pokemon World Championships comes into it? Because now Paul's coming back and everyone's like, oh, wow, is he going to be taking on Ash again? That's another story. I have no idea. I will try and see what I can do to come up with something in a video for that. But I reckon maybe she could have been foreshadowing maybe something a little bit later on down the line. For example, if we saw, from what we saw, um, the landmark that looked like the Pokemon League, some people started saying that's the Champion League. So Ash, an existing champion, is going to travel to their new region, take part in the Champion League in this very like amazing, beautiful region that's well known for so much culture, so many like different landmarks and everything. So there's a couple of things that people are starting to pick out of that, but I don't know. It's just really, really bizarre at this stage because. From what we know, we're practically maybe about 40-plus episodes left of Journeys, and people are scratching their heads, honestly. They're, they're scratching their heads. They don't know if it's just going to be Ash drawing or Ash winning, because if he wins, then Leon's what, character... Yeah, what do do? yeah what, what's, what's he going to do after? Like That is the main question. And then it discredits Leon as well, because... Well, it doesn't discredit him, but it actually like it makes you look at Leon as like, oh, wow. So after all this time, it just happened to be Ash that was the one to defeat him. And it's like, okay, cool. Little narrative point there for Ash. But for Leon, you know, what will happen to him after? Unless they do like a sword and shield thing where he runs the battle tower or something. I don't know. But it's a bit weird. And I'm trying my best not to overthink it because 
the more I think about it, the more I'm like, hmm, maybe there is a chance Ash could just win and it'll be all right. But then at the same time, I'm like, hmm, I'd rather he just draw. You know, Leon keeps his title. Ash is already a champion that has like conquered so many different leagues and got so many different things under his belt. Just leave it at that and let the boy just continue his journey and just see where it takes him. Do you know what I mean? So, so do we know who the Masters A are then? Because I know Leon's in there, right? Or does he not? Yeah, they've confirmed. They've confirmed five um, Masters A uh, contenders now. So you've got Leon, you've got Lance, you've got Raihan, you've got Cynthia, and the most recently revealed that was in the Masters A is Flint from uh, the Elite Four in uh, Sinai. Right, so like, and I see a lot of people talking. Will Ash win? Will Ash lose? But I see nobody talking about the possibility of Ash not even facing Leon. Like, what if he faces someone? Like, in my opinion, this would be the safest bet for the anime, other than the whole draw thing that you said or the or the loss. My idea would be lose to someone who's from the Spanish region, and yes. then Ash can ask, "Oh my God, where did you get that Pokemon from?" And he could be like, "Oh, I got it from this." Whatever the region's called, yeah. and then Ash goes, "Well, I want to travel there," and f- kind of like a whole Gary thing with Electivire, yeah, right? Yeah, Gary Electivire, yeah. and kind of like um with Harrison with Blaziken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you see anything like that? Like that would be a safe bet, I guess. That, but I, I like... reckon that would be a really. You know what? I always thought that in Sun and Moon, Kukui's final Pokemon was going to be a new generation Pokemon that Ash was going to lose to, but we never found out what it was because Tapu Koko came out and it was like, "Oh, I'm going to take over the show now." I would love to see something like that again because I felt like that jump from Johto to AG, that was so huge because the Advanced Generation series was like the kickstart for so many innovations that we got in Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, X and Y, all of the new series. So that is, that's a really good that's a really good theory on it, guys. I, I would definitely love to see something like that again, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I've got like, and one last thing I've got to ask you, Raph, for me specifically, mm. I don't want to start anything else, is no, if it. they do, if they do go to, let's say, right, uh, Ash carries on as the main protagonist and whatnot, and he goes to this new region, do like, if they go back to the old formula of the anime where it's, he's in the league, you know, he's battling the gym, he's, yeah. then he's got the odd filler episode, like, that's the beautiful thing about journeys. All of the filler episodes kind of have a meaning, whether to bring back old characters or it, it's just very fresh. But can you, do you see them going back to the old formula of him staying in one region? Because it'd be very weird for me personally. If that is what yeah, it would be a bit weird, mate. It would, it would be a bit weird. I mean, from what we know, we're going to get a brand new game, brand new region. For Galar, I feel like it was, it was more of a turning point for the anime in itself because what they'd done was is that they integrated Ash still being in Kanto, but then they implemented so many different aspects for how the directors wanted him to be region hopping and Galar was then part of those regions and then the Galar backstory and the characters, they were still part of the main story. But for me personally, if Ash just went back to one said region I feel like it would be good in a way because you know, it brings back the nostalgic formula and um, it can really give Ash a sense of direction compared to whereas in Journeys, it's been a bit... You know what? It's not even Journeys' fault. There's been so much happening with the, the pandemic, you know. Yeah, true, true, true. So many breaks. Like, for all we know, we would have been probably an additional about maybe about 15 episodes higher now compared to if there was no breaks or anything that was going on. Loads of different uh, suspension changes, you know, earthquakes, um, reorganization of different television shows and everything but for the um for the concept of it being a single region i I definitely think that would be beneficial in a way because 
I feel like it's just given a bit more fan service to the legacy fans because there was a direct there was a director's interview that said that they want to try and entice old school fans back into this show not only by just like bringing back older companions but by just delivering different elements so maybe if the director stays for the newest series that then that then that would work the only criticism i have with that is that does that mean um the continuity aspect is going to be zero to minimal because ash has had so many continuity references in this series with camp companions coming back and everything and just the whole concept of what Journeys has done with the whole ongoing adventure that some people will probably think that the Gen 9 anime is going to be a bit stale and just a bit dry in terms of, you know, callbacks and uh, development concepts for Ash for him to remember things by. But I don't know. It's a bit of a tricky one, bro. At the end of the day, I feel like it could be a good concept for them to implement. And I, I would be down for it. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the only one in the community that's got an opinion. You know, there's so many different people that, think the old school way is the way forward the new style is nice some of these people gave up on the series after their own like favorite show itself so i'm like you know what it's all different really opinions are dangerous bro it's best yeah. not to have them yeah definitely you know you just gotta <laughs> sometimes keep your trap shut and just get on with your day really mm -hmm. <laughs> no i like that i like that to be fair i think i'll just say where i stand on it myself like yeah the reason why i love journey so much is because for over as you've said three years right it, um each kind of season of the anime it just hangs yeah, around yeah. for yeah so we've had like what journeys for three years which would make sense 2019 is when sword and shield came out um yeah. I, I think it's been really fresh and it doesn't feel it feels like that these three years have flew by because not mainly for the games, but more or less for the anime, because, again, they're always going to different regions. Mm. Um, I would like it to still stay this way because I, I can't imagine three years in just one region. But not yeah. only that, I'd feel a bit sorry on Galar because that would be the only region that didn't really get fleshed out like all the other oh, regions. That makes yeah, sense. You're so true. You're so right on that. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I've got to say, really, on the subject when it comes to... I'm looking forward to it. And I think as even if they go back to the old formula, at least it's going to be a beautiful region, right? Yeah. Probably the biggest region we've ever had too. So there's probably going to be a lot of content. Yeah, it, it's definitely got potential to be a very beautiful region, that's for sure. And I feel like people would appreciate that as well because so many viewers have been like literally dying for a Spanish-based region. It was on my hot list for what I thought the Generation 9 region was going to be. I either thought it was going to be Italy, India or Spain. And... When I found out it was Spain, I was like, bloody hell. Like, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> Spanish, like, there's a lot of Spanish content creators and viewers in the anime and um, in the anime scene itself. And I've just seen the way that they were talking and it felt, it's like they were given, like, a massive bag of gold. Like, they, they were literally, <laughs> honestly, mate, I'm serious. They were literally over the moon and I was, I was happy for them. I was thinking to them, bloody hell, like, you guys are going a bit overboard compared to I am, but you know, fair play, you, you got your wishes come true, innit? But it's, um, it is a, it is a bit of an interesting topic and an interesting concept because there's so many possibilities for what the anime could do. Like, you know, we've got the 25th anniversary in just under a month now, and for all we know, it could be a breaking point, or it could be something that literally elevates the anime practically forever. So... It's um, it is a tricky one to decide on what the concept would be and what it would be like. But um, well, I've got I've got something for you. I've got something yeah. for you, right? Um, 
this is about your content in general, like your YouTube channel. Now, yes. obviously, we, we can all expect the, the latest updates and the latest news for the anime, which, by the way, I definitely recommend everyone check out because Rass videos are bangers. They don't drag out. They're, they're quick to the point. All of the information. Okay. So, first of all, definitely, definitely recommend that. But what I'm going to be asking you is, we mentioned mm. the presents at the start of the podcast, and yeah. there was an announcement for um, a animation for the Hisui region, right? Oh, the, the Legends of Legend 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 yes. Yeah. Can we be expecting anything from the Pokegraph regarding that at all? Um, you know what? Maybe, maybe. The only reason I say maybe is because when it comes to these other uh, spin-off series, for example, like Generations, Twilight, um, Twilight Wings, sorry, um, all of those different ones, Origins, uh, did I say Generations? Did I say Generations? Yeah, uh, Evolutions as well. Yeah, that's it. Um, I... I mainly stick to Twitter on that. I mainly, you know, post little reviews, okay. say what I liked about it. But I do like the idea of the Hisui one because in this current anime, we have had an element of the Hisui region being explored uh, with the most recent Legends Arceus arc, um, where Cynthia mentioned about the Hisui region, the Hisuian forms, uh, you know, the free stars, what they were like and how they were brought over from different regions and just the whole concept of that. But I am looking forward to um, I am looking forward to that series. I know that there's been some big names that have actually worked on that from previous anime series. I can't remember the names of the animes, but I'll try my best to find out and let you boys know next time. But I definitely will try and see if I can experiment with some content on that. The only thing that I'm a bit cautious about is um, about how I can portray that content compared to the usual stuff I do, because like you mentioned, I do like news updates and then I do reviews and trivia about certain uh, characters or episodes in the anime. Whereas for this it's a spin-off series. And I always like to flesh out the content to relate back to something. Whereas for this, it's a bit brand new. So um, it's, it's going to be in its own box really, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm open to the idea of, uh, of change. And, you know, you know, we all um, go through different stages for where we can adapt something new. And I feel like maybe I could yeah, I could probably try and do People that, will ask. People will ask. As, as we said, you're a, fair, you're a fair pillar of the community, shall we say, <laughs> from, my, from my perspective, at least. Mm. Um, and I think I'd be surprised if people weren't asking for it, to be honest. Like, uh, Raph, do you mm. want to... What do you think about this, mate? You know, like... Um, yeah. but, but I'll pass you over to our good friend Wonsy Bennett. Once I want to see what you've got to ask Ralph about this upcoming brand new Pokemon game because it's a very exciting time. Actually, you know we haven't asked you, Ralph. Um, yes, mate. Last time you come on, we did speak about Legends Arceus briefly. Um, yeah. What's your feeling with the game? Have you played it? Oh, mate, I've absolutely loved it. I've absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I remember we briefly spoke about it uh, before, but bloody hell, mate! As soon as I got the game. All nighter playing the game. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. When I play a game, I really try to make sure I complete the story and then go back to doing all the other things. But mate, when I was going through this story, I was like, "Gonna be a session. It's gonna be a bloody whole week session." Because normally, when I like, well, I, play, I finished BDSP in about a couple of days, and then obviously I waited for the very end to try and get my reaction with Cynthia. And um, oh god, that was beautiful. That was such a funny moment as well. But the game itself, oh, I absolutely love the attention to detail, the lore, the whole concept of like how we're out in this massive world and we're catching all of the Pokemon and just building up the Pokedex. To be honest, though, 
to be honest, I haven't actually played the game for a couple of weeks because I've had a couple of other commitments going. And I'm just trying to take it easy with the decks. I think I'm at 212 right now, so I'm not too, too far from completing. I've still got to do certain research tasks and everything to get certain unlocks and everything, but I've definitely really enjoyed the game. It exceeded all my expectations. A uh, couple of nitpicks here and there, but you know what? It's not even really worth bashing on about because I can understand what they were doing with this game. They were you know, taking a completely different direction. They were going to give us like this sort of um open world aspect and like you know for what it feels like to actually go back to the old era of like when you know everyone's like gotta catch them all this is practically gotta catch them all in that time of course of the the era of a uh, hisui and like you know the older era of sino not but, allowed um, to say gotta catch them all it's seek out all pokemon. yeah seek out all pokemon <laughs> die pokemon and then come back to me so i can throttle you with my power like literally arceus like in itself i haven't actually taken on arceus yet because i still need to or me bro or me bloody complete the decks yeah, in good, it good but... luck good luck with that man mm. um because me and Obviously, as one's already said, I finished the Pokedex within the week. Um, within, within one week from help from someone called Sophie. Shout out to her. Um, but, mm. like, for me, and I've got to ask you this because out of interest, I'd say this is the strongest Pokemon game we've had since probably Gen 5 area, to be honest. I mm. feel like this game is, uh, obviously, not, not to get into it on a long tangent, but I just want to see your point where it stands in the most recent history of Pokemon. Yeah, definitely. Games, I agree. It's probably one of the strongest or potentially the strongest main series game that we've had for a while. Like Black and White, yes. those games were, for me, they were impeccable. I love those games and its sequels. Um, but when it came to like um, X and Y, Sun and Moon, I, I, I kid you not, I really like Sun and Moon. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, mate, I haven't even, mate, I'm, I'm not even at second trial yeah I, I gave up on that game i don't know why i just i just it just didn't appetize me like you know it was just it wasn't intriguing enough to me um sword and shield i felt like were really good games as well especially for the whole concept of how they gave us like this sort of roaming segment with the wild area and you know the dlc and just the visual comparisons i thought were really good um but yeah legends arceus bloody hell they really did do a different you know top notch on that and i'm actually glad it wasn't like a full pokedex sort of completion game in terms of like oh we need all 800 plus pokemon in this game and like it's stuck to the olden roots of Sinnoh because you learn so much more about those pokemon in that time and the characters yeah. as well like the ancestors honestly i definitely agree with you like i said i've got my nitpicks on the game but it's of not all it's, it's, it's yeah exactly we all have our nitpicks but for me they're just little miscellaneous things and i've seen some people bash on still about <laughs> Oh God! Wait, people bashed on what? Sorry, and all that shit, and I'm like, you know what? You do you, bro. On the, oh, the graphics, you know how they were yeah, like, they were still trying to do comparisons with the Legends Arceus game, and I'm just like, comparisons with San Andreas. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, it's it's like first of all, like. I'm sorry, if you go on Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and I love that game, I'm not about to bash that game, but like, mm. if you go onto the volcano, on top of the volcano, one of the highest parts of the map, and you look in the distance, everything's unrendered, and that's not the fault of the developers for that game either. It's literally Switch hardware. Yes. Like, considering what they did, I'd say I'd say it did well, but um, obviously last week on the podcast as well, I'm only going to ask you about this, because it just, uh, it kind of links in with the same sort of thing. Um, me and Wansi discussed about the catch mechanic being reverted back to normal. So instead of it being the thing where you catch Pokemon constantly every second, like you do on Legends Arceus, it's back to the old system where you have to enter a battle with a wild Pokemon mm -hmm. before you catch it. Um, what's your opinion on that change? Do you think 
you can understand it if you know going back to modern Pokemon, or do you think they should have kept it the way Legends Arceus is? I just want to hear your opinion on that. So, like in terms of like the newer game, or yeah, so they, just they've like, announced, yeah, they've announced for um, Scarlet and Violet that yeah, they yeah, will be yeah. going back to the roots of um, you have to go into a battle to catch a Pokemon, you can't just catch it like you can on Legends right. Arceus, or at least the yeah. blurb for the game pretty much confirms yeah. that, like, yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of happy with that. I I can understand why they made the exception for Legends Arceus, of course, because it was more about discovering the Pokemon and actually building a Pokedex. So like back in that time, you know, they got the olden era of Pokeballs, and you know, you you're you're living in a much more dangerous rural area uh, where Pokemon go berserk, and you know they start thrashing out at you and just attacking you. Um, but seeing as we do have this open world concept, I do believe that they'll probably bring some elements from that maybe to like zoom in and inspect the Pokemon before you can go and battle it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty neutral with it, really. I wouldn't mind if they had it or if they didn't, because I feel like mm. now that we're going back to sort of a similar era, whereas in Legends Arceus, of course, you do, you do battles, but there's no gyms. Like, you know, they kind of been like sort of replaced with like the nobles and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it would be a, would be a nice trip down memory lane. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty neutral to it. I, I honestly don't mind because... Whenever I play a Pokemon game, I just go with the mechanics. Like, I'm not someone to be like, oh, they should have done this. Oh, I wish they'd done that instead because I'm bloody yeah. playing the game at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Flipping, I spent my money to play the game. I'm not going to spend my money to be going back to the game developers to say, why did you not do this? Why did you not do that? Bloody flipping, I should get hired then to bloody work on it if I have to like <laughs> criticize it so much. Do you know what I mean? 100%. But, um, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got a similar opinion on it to me, basically. And like, yeah, yeah. as long as it's done well, I'm happy with whatever choice they make in terms of the catching mechanic. Like the Legends Arceus ones were, you know, it's fun. It was a nice, refreshing change of pace, and I've got absolutely nothing but praise for the way that yeah. it was done. But some of the older games, like Black and White and uh, Diamond and Pearl, with the way that the game was actually structured in terms of like the difficulty scaling and stuff, like when they get it right it works so well with the classic mechanics. Like as long as they do it well and it doesn't feel a bit empty, like so uh, like sword and shield and BDS, well less so sword and shield because the wild area and stuff, but more like BDSP. If it starts to feel soulless like that, that's when we have a problem. So I'm, I'm personally, I'm just happy to wait and see what we get from it. But yeah, I'm, I'm personally not too fussed necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy you said that, Raf. I am actually happy you said that because mm -hmm. the I, my first opinion was complete opposite of ones. Is I was like, oh, this is kind of a step back. I don't like it. Now I will stick to the opinion that I still think the choice should have been there to not yes. have to battle a Pokemon. But I do like reasoning where back in the day, you know, it was you were building a Pokedex. So of course, you would try and catch as many as you could because you're trying to understand the Pokemon. So of course, you're going to catch 25 Bidoofs because you want to try and learn the. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, and I do actually see that reasoning now, to be honest. And I think I can respect that opinion a lot more now that I thought about it than what I did with Wanzus. Yes. And I want to see your side of it too. I, again, I still stick to, I think the choice should have been there. If I want to go around catching 27 Pikachus in 10 seconds, that should be my choice. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, it's, um, I feel like many viewers understand the concept that, you know, the anime is always developing. The game's always developing. There's going to be changes and there's going to be old school and new school things. But yeah. 
Certain not allowed changes. Changes yeah. are bad. Yeah, exactly. Literally that right. <laughs> Some people are like, nope, I'm not having a change. I want it this way, and that is it. But uh yeah, they can they can go do their thing in it. They can go do their own thing. <laughs> they can stay in their own lane, you know. Just, legit. Just legit, let them legit. complain. But yeah, so Scarlet and Violet obviously seems to be coming out later on this year. Um I guess I wanted to ask you, uh, really, Yes. what sort of hopes do you have for the game? Is there any locations from, you know, <sighs> I know, you say that you've spent a lot of time in Spain. Do you have any specific locations that you're there looking forward to There is a couple of locations, yes. Um, I, you know what? I don't think it's ever going to happen because where I grew up in Spain was in a small village in the province of Avila called... Uh, Oh gosh, here comes the uh, the Spanish tongue, Aranes de San Pedro. So um, <laughs> love it. That's um, that's where I grew up, and there was like you know a nice castle there, open lakes and springs, and there's a specific mountain hill that I can't remember off the top of my head. My dad, my old man, he's actually taken taken a photo of that mountain from when we went away on holiday, and he's actually framed it because it was just such a lovely like site. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but I will try and see if I can do my research to find out on that. But um, you know what? It sounds really bad to me, like, you know, praising this game, but I haven't actually been to Barcelona myself. <gasps> I know. Oh, it's, it's blasphemy. It's blasphemy indeed on this controversy for sure. But um, I do um, I do really appreciate how there's just like so many well-known landmarks that have been shown and even though I've never been to them before, they look really, really beautiful. But for me personally, when it comes to like certain landmarks, um, I think there was one that was already shown in the in the trailer itself, and that was the um, the what do you call it, the cathedral. Yeah, the and, uh, yeah, Sagrada the, Familia. The, the, yeah. yeah, the Sagrada Familia. Yeah, and that was like definitely something I was like ever thinking of. If they had to put that into a Pokemon game, that could be such a beautiful location, and uh, they did. So that was that was a real big bonus. Um, but honestly, I'm down with the flow of it because, like I said, I've been I'm so generic for when I go away to on my Spanish holidays with my family. It's always the same place. Um, I've been to different towns and everything, but I haven't actually been to explore like Barcelona, for example. Or like I haven't even been to Portugal, and I would love to go to those areas so I can learn more about the different things because for where i grew up i grew up mate i literally just grew up in a small village up in the mountains like population was probably about i'd say 300 people like it was that small so you know everyone knows everyone and everyone knows where to go and you know whatever locations you go to in that town you're going to see someone that you know so it's um it's quite it's a nice sense of community in a way but at the same time it's like you know it's not really explorative and like you can't really embrace different areas unless if you jump in a coach and travel to the next town or you know you go to madrid like even in madrid there's like certain elements that i feel like would make a really good city for a pokemon city in itself but um yeah it's a bit it's a bit of um it's a bit of a tricky one when it comes to my praises and my wishes for what locations i want to see i mean okay let's let's move away from from locations then because obviously you know you've 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 got you've got your home home village. And yeah, that's, yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's sick and obviously yeah, yeah, you know I, I hope I hope the best for you. <laughs> yeah, but like apart yeah. from the yeah. you know location side, what sort of like because I, I, I can imagine there's quite a variety of interesting wildlife. Do you have any specific like wishes for what sort of Pokemon get 
like added in yeah there's i mean you know what honestly i feel like springer tito is probably gonna evolve into maybe something like an iberian links or anything just from its persona or maybe how it's gonna be as long um, as it stays on all fours sorry for throw that in. yeah yeah <laughs> if that fair. motherfucker stands up on two legs i'm gonna riot yeah. You know what? There was, I have to admit, there was a pretty nice fan art of um, Springer Tito Evolution on two legs, but we won't talk about that just in case we cause some controversy in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, I don't know. Like for me, I definitely from from the animals that I've seen when I've gone to Spain, I definitely want to see um, an, another dragonfly. And I know it's a little bit generic because you know we've got Yanma and Yan Mega, but. This is a bit more personal for when I used to go fishing with my uh, my uncle and um, would go out fishing to one of the the areas and put like it was it was so weird. Like back in the day for the bait, we'd put a little bit of sweet corn on the foot on the hook and we throw it in there. There'd be all these rural dragonflies, you know, very lovely colors. You've got some purple ones, like a lightish purple sort of like it's like a reflective sort of purpley color. The greens, you've got your yellows and everything. But, um, oh, goodness me. I, I mean, so many people are saying that they want to see, like, even though it's not related to Spain and stuff, like, depending on, they want to see a dolphin Pokemon. And, like, <laughs> I, I can see that, you know, people want to see a saber-toothed tiger. Like, I'm thinking, like, bloody hell, okay, fair enough. Like, poor Raikou, you know, he's got a little bit of resemblance. Let him off. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really open to anything. I think, for me, it's more, like cultural so like certain farm animals like we're going to be probably seeing some another generic dog we've already got the cat you know maybe a rabbit horse like of course the main thing i definitely want to see if we're talking about animals or like evolutions in itself i want to see an evolution for toros because i feel like the torero um and toro uh, is that's um boom spanish like that could be a brilliant concept because in spain bullfighting is well known and you know they use the mm. concept of celebration and fire. And even though it is a bit of a brutal act and sport in itself, um, I feel like there's certain Pokemon that could definitely benefit from that. And Taurus could be one of them. Ash could have flipping God knows how many Taurus evolutions. And then before you know it, he's going to be taking them all to Spain and he's going to be a bullfire. That's the plot for the Gen 9 anime, lads. <laughs> there That's you go. He's happened, called it. it? He's, it's I'm an exclusive. It you, you heard yeah. it here Forget first. the Champion League. Forget the Pokemon League. It's all about being a bullfire. And that's it. My man's going to come over to Spain and start flamenco dancing. He's going to start doing the salsa and everything. Like That's another thing as well. Like the, I'm really, really looking forward to hearing the music because Spain is just so cultural and very uh, prominent for its music and its foods. And like I was tweeting about this, like I want to see cansquetas and like the guitars and like, you know, the like even just like some drums and bongos, just like for the OSTs, um, <laughs> like, Make make the bloody you know paella flipping food that you give to your Pokemon you know fill up their oh, PP mate, forget about the Orenberry now. Do you know what I, I tell mean? you what I've I had a paella in Barcelona on the oh. waterfront and it was I I swear to God the tastiest thing I've ever had in You're my entire in life. Heaven, mate. You're in I've, heaven. I'd never tried paella before that moment. I went to Spain on a holiday. Uh, went to the waterfront. Went and sat in some mm. you know some cafe and just yeah. sat overlooking the water some mm. fucking it, it wasn't that picturesque there was a fucking barge trying to get past <laughs> no i feel you but did you, the qu qu critical question though did you uh -huh. have crabs in your paella 
No, there was no crab. It okay, was good. Uh, good. Is, no, is no, I, I applaud you for that because I the, I love paella, but when my auntie makes it, um, she puts crabs in it and it just doesn't sell with me because I'm like, shit. That's like, mad. Cra- that doesn't crab. seem like it would go, would it? No, they mate, they mix a lot. You, they mix a lot. You got the fish, you got the chicken, the rice, the peas, everything, crabs, um, fish muzzles, everything, mate. Honestly, you could That's make mad. a proper rich paella with all those ingredients and like the way i know we're going a bit off topic but like the way i see my family like pick up the crab rip off its like you know its pincers and claws and everything and then you know bloody open up its shell i'm just like shit man i saw that crab alive like half an hour ago in the bloody kitchen and i was getting demolished like, <laughs> honestly like i'm telling you i'm serious I honestly like alive. i couldn't believe it that's why whenever i play i never have the crabs because it's not because i'm like oh i'm sorry mate i'm sorry that you've had to go through all this shit but it's just the fact that eating a bloody crab like all right cool we eat fish we eat chicken turkey blah 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 but the crab mate i had a pet crab and it doesn't settle right with me i had a pet crab called Max in my fish tank down below. <laughs> he escaped from the fish tank when we were cleaning it out. Me and my pops, we were cleaning it out. He escaped. I accidentally stood on him, mate. I killed my mate. Oh. I killed my mate, and I couldn't oh. believe it. And I, I was like, what am I doing with my life? It was a small little thing, though. He was probably like the same size as, like, you know, your standard... Um... Bloody hell. Just looking around my room to see if I can see anything. Just like, one of those little crabs. Case. You should see... Case. You should see the face that my missus just pulled. I'm pretty sure she woke up, sat up out of bed just to pull her face. She looks so sad. Oh, honestly, imagine how I felt. I was like, I was like 11 years old, yeah, not a clue in the world. And I had these, um, these proper, like, warm, um, heavy grip uh, slippers on before I even knew sliders were a thing. And all I hear was a little... And I'm just like, <laughs> hey, Flobberdosh is being like, man's like, Raf's out here telling us about how he's, he's killed I'm his childhood pet. And Flobberdosh is creasing. Stop, 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 stop. No, let me justify myself, right? Man just said, I probably stepped on it, right? Out of nowhere. And then, and then he has a fucking sound effect. How am I not meant to laugh? I, I put this a shoe on. And then, me, oh, this is true. Oh, it has never left me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Me. I don't no, mean no, to no, laugh, okay. but no, 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 it's, it's okay. the way no, you honestly, just don't. You know <laughs> I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we can laugh about it now because I tell you what, back then I was so oh, deluded. Yeah. Like I was trying to say to my dad, "Is he all right? Is he all right?" And my dad was looking at me like, "Bloody hell!" You know, he spent money to get that bloody crab, and you know, we, all we were doing was cleaning the boxy fish tank. Oh, no. Dad, he squashed the pieces. Is he okay? What's happening? Like, I thought he had. I thought he had a second life. You know, just looking it's at not, it's like cats with nine lives. I'm, I'm looking at my the bottom of my um my bloody slipper, and I'm seeing all this, like, <laughs> like yellowy orangey goo, and I'm just like, ah oh, shit. Dad, uh, will he not young, evolve to anymore? Then, but like, oh, <laughs> I can't evolve ridiculous. anymore. It was just uh, oh it was fuck ridiculous. me, but um. Max got, as well. We ended, yeah, we got another yeah, one in, later on in time, but um, he he ended up dying a different a different way. Thankfully, not by the power of my foot. So uh, <laughs> I, was it. I was a bit more happier about that. But yeah, sorry to go off topic. But um, yeah, I apologize. <laughs> just telling you about how so I, uh, I killed my own crab. And, yeah, uh, I'm so sorry. Like I, I just. <laughs> 
It's just, it's the way you add the sound effect. I tried uh, not to like, It's oh, never no. left me. It's never left me, honestly. I, I remember <laughs> when I had a little frog as well and he died. Um, oh, I didn't kill man. But... Raph's, Raph's just gone off topic to tell us oh, one of the best man. stories we've had uh, this, on, this, on this, the this train is lounge. <laughs> back on here is for me to tell you about all the animals I've accidentally killed in my house. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, let me interrupt. I don't know what's a better story. The Cristiano Ronaldo story or uh, this one. This is fantastic. Honestly, I swear, it's not even intentional. Some of the shit that happens, like, you'd think it's like... <laughs> You can't make this up, honestly. You literally can't make this up. Even if I try to even put like a twist on it, like it just bloody happens. And I swear, all I'm trying to do is just get on with my life. And before I know it, I'm killing crabs. I've got a bloody <laughs> how I've had of Chris. I've got a meme happening in the world. I'm like you know, I didn't even mean it. I'm just trying to have fun for flip's sake. Do you know what I mean? But. <sighs> Rest in peace to Max. Rest, rest yeah, in peace rest to Max. Rest in peace, Max. I threw those, I've, I've, I've those slippers away a long time ago because it's just like, you know, horrible. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Yeah, bear in mind, my, my, I'm at a large foot size now, so I don't need that shit anymore. But well, here's, an open, um, here's an open challenge for everyone yes. in the community. Um, can everyone please try and catch a shiny crabby? And we will all call it Max, and we will oh. tweet at Raph, and we will put a love heart with Max. And um, I want to apologise, and I should not laugh about the no, story. No, no, no. You crab. know what? Honestly, I laugh back at it now. It's really bad. I do laugh back at it now because oh, I was young. I didn't know what was going on. I try. I was just like, you know, it led from one thing to another. But now I look back here, and I'm like, you know what? He had a good life. I... He had a good life in that tank, and you know. Um, at least I killed him compared to someone else. You know what I mean? I died by he would rather die by my foot than in anyone it, else. In it, in it. Forget about being sucked into like a filter or something or get swallowed by another fish. He died I, to his... Uh, I have yeah. a story. I have yeah. a story, Rep, right? About, about an animal specifically, right? So this has gone on to the topics of dead animals, but it is what it is. Um, I, I, I've had three hamsters. The first right. hamster died by natural causes. The second hamster also died by natural causes, but the third hamster went missing, right? Oh, no. So we looked for this hamster, me and my father did, for um, a good a good week. You know, we checked the house, couldn't find it anywhere. And we just, because I live on like, I live really high up in the block of flats. So I just assumed okay. maybe it got out a window somehow and it fucking is dead, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so fast forward 10 years later, I'm now 21 years old. Ba back when I, this, this happened, right? I turned yeah. 21 because we lost a hamster when I was 11. So, um, the council had came out to fit a new water boiler in, oh, and, no. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Little graphic warning for people: this may get a bit dark. Definitely, I've, I've, heard, I've heard this story. But, um, oh God! But um, they fit in a new water boiler, and they took yeah. the old one out, and in the old one was this little skeleton of a hamster. Um, no and my, we found out. We found out my hamster went missing. And the one thing my dad had to say was, well, it turns out so it couldn't swim. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> oh, my God. No um, way. In the so, bloody boiler. How did it oh, even get yeah. in there? Yeah, in it. Like, we, we don't. We don't. But then again, how did Lisa Lamb get in the boiler? But beside the point. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> I want to make a joke about a certain little girl that begins with M, but I'm not going to. Oh, oh no. yeah, probably best not. Uh, rest in peace to Max and rest in peace to Hammy the Third. Yeah.
Um, <laughs> the you know, you're like you're you're trying to bloody warm yourself up. You know, put the heating on in the boiler. More time, your poor little hamster's getting fried up there. Oh no. <laughs> We've just slaughtered I didn't think about that. I did not think about my hamster oh, just getting no. fried to oblivion. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Rest Dad, in peace, the, the little one, though. Dad, put that water on. Fucking hand me the phone. It's like, no! 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 Oh, I'm on fire. Oh. I could be a fireball. No, little skeleton's gone now. Oh, well, that's a great oh, idea man. for a new Pokemon. Fire type yeah, hamster. Fire type? <laughs> fire water <Seems> hamster. <laughs> Water hamster, you know, a ghost type water and ghost fucking died in the boiler. Oh, Raph, mate, I, I'm so happy we had you back on. This is fantastic. Oh, it's been a blast. It has been an actual blast. I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad to be in both your company again. It's always a good time. It is always a good time. Honestly, mate, my, my cheeks are hurting from laughing so much. Oh, yeah, I, my cheek is like, no. Oh, boys. Jeez, what a chat. <laughs> oh, my Lord. How did, I, I don't know how it... Like, this is just what happens when you come on the trailer lounge. One minute you're talking about new Pokemon, you're talking about cool locations in Spain and eating paella, and then suddenly, boom, dead hamster. <laughs> talking about boom, crunchy crabby. Crunchy crabby. Do you know what makes it worse? So, so Flobodosh has put out the challenge to everyone in the... the you know, in the, in the shiny hunting or any community to say, go and catch yourself as many shiny crabbies. Shiny crab is yellow. And oh, um, what was on the oh, bottom? Oh, <laughs> no, it's green. Shiny crab is green. It's like a it's dark like a, yellow. It's like green. a greeny, yellowy sort of, isn't it? Looks, it's a like a color of sick, yeah. So it just gives Raph PDST every time he looks oh, at it. It's a sends every it. Every time I see just, a crabby oh. now, I better hope the crabby ain't in the bloody in the new space game. <laughs> That is going to be a killer for me. Can you imagine if I find a shiny and it's like a crabby? I'm like, oh my god! What now? People are going to start sending me pictures of the dead eye, fucking the dead eye, shiny with Hammy the Frog <laughs> Oh bless, bloody oh. hell! Oh dear. Well, the dead is coming back in the anime, so hopefully, if you want to skip that episode just to prevent yourself, I get what you can do. Hopefully, Ashes Kingler doesn't return anytime soon, so I don't have to go down my dark past either. <laughs> My lord. Oh dear. Well, I'm lucky I don't have too many like oh, dead pet stories to tell. Very lucky. I, yeah, I am you. somehow. <laughs> Jesus. So returning you know, coming full circle all the way back around to, to yes. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I just have one final question I want to ask you. Yes, so sir. I'm not too familiar with sort of like Spanish myths and legends. I know a lot about uh, the Swedish ones where my heritage is from. I know a lot about Welsh and Scottish and English. Um, but I know very little about any other than that. Um, I assume, and if you think differently, completely, you know, fair enough. But I assume that the legends for the region will be based off of some kind of Spanish missile legends. Do you have any kind of insight as to, you know, what that could potentially be? Hmm. Well, from what I am aware of, I think there's one that is going to be like maybe based off a dragon because there used to be a knight that had to save i think there was an very shrek related in it like bloody hell. <laughs> like <laughs> honestly it's practically that i could have swore there was something about a knight saving either princess or someone of royalty from a dragon um i feel like there's yeah i think it is the ancient folklore focusing on a dragon or a, not a dragon of some sort but some sort of salamander creature 
Um, so maybe it's to do with that, but I don't know because it's a bit hard, you know, like for the colors of scarlet and violet, they're purple and orange. And um, I've had a couple of friends pop up to me and say, oh, what do you think the legendary is going to be based on? And like, do you have any relation to what um, the fruits could be um, in Spain? Grapes and oranges are very well known. They're grown yeah. a lot and they're very natural fruits that tend to be something that many um, Spanish people have with their meals and everything. And they're grown in open areas. But for the legendaries, oh, I don't know. I feel like the, the only myth I can think of is to do with that dragon myth. Um, unless if it's something maybe in relation to, I don't know, something like the Greek gods um that have an interpretation of like you know the toro again the bull um oh gosh um so I, i'm just gonna yeah, like interject a little bit yeah. so i've i've just had a quick look to i've just googled spanish dragon myth so there mm. is a, a a myth like a, a spanish legend about a, a dragon called colebre uh, yeah. i don't know if i'm pronouncing yeah it that, no, no that, was really, that was bloody really good well done <laughs> thank you i'll take that that's best big praise yeah. <laughs> coming from your pronunciation of your hometown <laughs> earlier that was like yeah. whoa, that was saucy that was i try my best i try my best <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes it was it's a dragon-like creature or a snake yeah. with two bat-like wings that exhales fire and sulfur they're very yeah. dangerous but it is worth fighting against them because they usually hide huge treasures in their den so it's very much like a a very classic sort of dragony sort yes. of deal so yes there's the one. Yeah. there's one part of me that thinks we could get some sort of you know winged dragon like but then part of me is also like well that's you know what has happened in every other yeah with the dragon type tends to be the most prominent when it comes to most of the legendaries doesn't it yeah um, but i can't I really think of what else it could be unless it's literally just a giant bowl of grapes and a giant orange yeah, yeah, yeah i was gonna, like, I was gonna yeah. say rats confirmed now guys that that the legendaries <laughs> for violet and scarlet are a orange and grape dragon <laughs> new, new typings as well new typings new we're typings, just gonna have an got... orange Orange, <laughs> orange scales, purple reflective covering on top of it. Bloody hell! And the no. the grape one's gonna have a, a mega revolution, which is just a fucking bottle of wine. The th the third legendary to make up the tree is gonna be like a bowl, like for which both the fruit can sit in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a fusion, a fusion. Yeah, fusion again. We're like, gonna have that as one ability. Oh dear, you need to have okay. all three of them in the party. Um, right. Mm. Oh, oh, go on, go on. I was going to say, if you've got more to add to that, Raph, that's fine. No, that oh, was it, really. That's practically all I know because I, whilst I did go to Spain, I didn't really like, you know, it wasn't the home country that I was brought up in. This, it was that was the UK, but I was raised in Spain a little bit, and I didn't really learn too too much about the mythology, to be honest, apart from the dragon itself. So, um, yeah, that's, no, that's fine. Yeah. Well, we we put out a tweet um, of the train lounge. And it was about your community. If anyone wanted to ask you any questions to answer, we got two questions specifically that I thought I'd ask you. First one is: Do you play any po any games other than Pokemon? And what are your opinions on Karuna Trio? Is that the voice actor for Serena and Dawn, or am I, have I got that wrong? Karuna Trio. Oh. Karuna. Yeah, I did Google earlier, and it came up with pictures oh, of Dawn. Haruna. Haruna, that might be uh, Hickory. Uh, which is Dawn's uh, Japanese name, uh, Serena, and um, oh my god, is it May for the last one? Haruka, I'm trying to remember. Um, goodness me, I do. I, I think it's just in relation to. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It is those three. Um, 
Right, so what was the first part of the question again? What games do I play apart from Pokemon? Yeah, that was the other question, yeah. Do you, do you play any other games than Pokemon? Yeah, I'll answer that first. Um, yeah, I do play a, a couple of other games. I'm a big Call of Duty fan. Um, I only recently started to get back into it at the beginning of COVID with Warzone, and since then I've just been mashing it up. Like, I love playing that. Um, I used to play FIFA quite competitively back when I was younger, but I came off it because I was just like, you know what, same formula all the time. Um, I yeah. have been playing a lot of <laughs> when it did start to pop off a lot. A lot of Among Us. I like that game. Hey, what um, lad. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but apart from that, I like to play Smash mainly. The most Smash is a, a game I've grown up with, besides Pokemon, and um, I love like trying out new combos and everything. I, I rib. Um, I main Rob, who's um, quite an interesting character. Many oh, people would sounds. say, "Oh, yeah, I'm surprised you main him," because back in the old days, I used to be an Ike main and a Link main. But then the sword fighters got a bit boring for me, and then one day I used Rob. And a random uh, online match, and I just had so much fun with him. And since then, he's become my main. Um, in terms of the Haruna trio, I think they're really, really good, really great characters. You know, they've all had their own different paths of ambitions. Um, of course, they all are in a similar field when it comes to contests and performing. Um, you know, Dawn was someone that you know lacked confidence, and then you know she developed into a brilliant character. May was someone that always wanted to be traveling and just like learn about the world, but then she. Came into a brilliant coordinator after getting nurtured by Ash, and then Serena, of course, you know, chopped her hair off, decided to put her foot down, and became, you know, almost a Kalos queen. So, um, yeah, they're they're really great characters. I like all three of them. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. I like I like that answer. By the way, I definitely like that answer. And I've got one last one for you, Raph, mate. One last one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be a uh, disservice to your community. <laughs> If I didn't ask you, and I, I'm assuming the answer is going to be you'll have to find out, but you've been putting up some cryptic tweets about Ash's father, or what yeah. seemed to be cryptic. Uh, again, I've got to ask because I'm assuming people listening are probably wondering what is yeah. that about, or is this something we're going to have to wait and find out? All I'm going to say is there's a preview coming out that I'm going to release on my Twitter in a couple of weeks. You guys can watch it then. Um, that, that's all I'm going to say. We've got an exclusive right here. So okay. Right. I, 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 okay, I'll be a bit. I'll be a bit extra. There's going to be an episode title coming out next week that I'll reveal, and then the week after that there'll be a trailer, and then the goods will be revealed next month. But um, Ooh, yeah. hoo, hoo, hoo. I, can't, I can't really disclose too much on there. Um, That's fine. But at the same time, I can tell you all that. Um, don't 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 think too hard when it comes to this topic just think about the whole concept of what i'm talking about in the tweets and then people will understand what i'm doing um but yeah look forward to it though look forward to it it's, it's a very fun project and uh, a very fun reveal so uh well yeah. everything you do is a fun project rough mate everything i try my best i try my best you're too kind bro thank you man I, try <laughs> I really do try he'll also accept uh payment for this plug uh you know you can, Venmo, you can cash out you know. <laughs> paypal me please paypal me we'll, let, we'll, um, let, we'll accept payment in forms of sound alerts um the last which also again thank you for allowing me to use you are a hero oh, honestly mate as soon as one sent me that i was literally in tears and like, I <laughs> You know what it is? It's just like when you're like, once, tell me how you think this sounds. Tell me how it goes. Yeah, I'm going to play the clip now. Okay. 
oh, boss, I think I'll come back to me. And I was just bursting out <laughs> just because you're like, I need to make sure it's perfect. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, honestly, Gaz, it was absolutely brilliant. And I thank you for um for putting that forward as one of your alerts because, you know what, mate, it just started off as a shitty, stupid meme. Right. And yep. now it's it's literally something that I, I associate with me. And I don't know how people see it as like something like that because you know what at first i was like oh, i'm just having a joke but now people actually enjoy that like mate i had someone dm me a, a poxy meme edit that they made um shout out goku who um who made it for me he's um you know it's like it's greninja looking in the distance at my avatar saying kaga i'm coming back to you and like it's just little things like that it's just so funny <laughs> so funny i couldn't believe it no it's great, it's great. Oh, but um but yeah, man, this has been a banger. I just want to thank you, first of all, man, for coming on. No, 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 no. I have to thank you both. You know, it's always like I really enjoyed the last time I spoke to you guys and I shared it in my Discord and Twitter and like people really enjoyed the chat. And oh, I it blew up. Boys yeah, get, thank uh, you. I hope, I hope you boys get even more traffic now because you're, you're, you're brilliant hosts. And I was halfway through listening to Aussie's one, but then I had to cut it short due to a couple of situations. But I will resume on that as well. But I've had a great time and thank you as always. For um from inviting me on, I'd love to chat to you boys whenever again. And um, oh, you're always to... welcome. You're always welcome, no, and we definitely want to hear more of what you've got to think about Violet and Scarlet. Yes, definitely, definitely. We're definitely yeah. going to need to hit, hit each other up again once we've uh we've played the game or we're starting to get ready for more content from the game. Definitely, I'd 100%, love to chat to both Hundred percent, yeah. We'll, and, uh, uh, we'll definitely you know try and uh, try and sort something out to you know have another little bit of chat to later sure. on. Yeah for sure 100 percent um but yeah thank you so much for uh for having me boys it's been a pleasure as always and i'll um i look forward to uh to sharing this with the viewers because um when i shared out the tweet to say that you know you're having me on again people were pretty happy to to know that so i'm definitely going to make sure that well, we're gonna it's luckily a two hours of just raft like just talking about stuff and i think people love that because your videos are fantastic but it's it's such a bite size and i love that because it's so professional but like with this they could just hear you talk for ages and they can consume yeah. a lot of it do you know what i mean i've had i've had i've had a couple of people say to me that i should do this more often and i have started up another podcast group as well with a couple of other content creator lads um and um that people seem to enjoy it but i feel like yeah it's it's definitely more it's more free compared to like how I follow a script and like you know I make a little yeah, five yeah that's video it. that's it yeah I, I I love to talk um about the anime so you know it's a it's like a natural thing really because um I just try to be open and just upfront about it really I don't want to beat around the bush and like you know give it so many highs and lows I just be upfront as to what it is really and um I, I thank you both for for listening to me for that and um I really do appreciate coming on again no right Honestly, listening to you talking about the anime, it's just you can sense the passion and stuff that mm. that goes into your words. So it, it's nice to hear someone who's genuinely enjoying what they're they're talking about. So yeah, definitely keep doing what you're doing, and yeah, really appreciate you coming on, bro. Thank you very much for having me, bros. And uh, yeah, I look forward to the next one. That's for sure. 100%. Absolutely. And you guys, we're probably gonna have another episode this week too. Um, you will be hearing a lot more of onesie on that one. Onesie, I apologize. You've not. Much chance to talk on this one. Hey, so it's, it's one of them. It, um, it's an anime episode. I know you've got a lot more experience <laughs> with the anime than, than I yeah. have, so I'll just pop up when and where I can. I genuinely do enjoy listening to you guys chat, though. It's it's solid. I really enjoy it. No, it, it's been it's, it's been a hell of an episode, and it's uh, 
it's probably our best uh, guest for for this year. I mean, because we have you're our first guest this year, which is a great oh, well, you know, okay. a, a great guest to start. We had Chad for the New Year special, but we recorded that episode before Christmas, so okay. you know. Um, but yeah, man. But right, thank you so much for coming on. As always, man. We well, really thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on, guys. Guys, thank you, boys. I really do appreciate it. And um, I'll um, I'll plug you boys some uh, some information a little bit later on regarding to the anime. But um, good man, yeah, good man. Thank you so much for having me. Some secret shit right there. Mm, <laughs> fantastic. This you will all hear the beautiful new Onesie Burnett's outro for the training lounge recorded by himself. And uh, again, Onesie, thank you for that. And boys, we'll wrap up. So I will speak to you boys soon and uh, have a good rest of your night. You too, chap. Thank you very much for uh, listening, everyone. And we'll we'll catch you in the, the next episode of whatever we decide to do. So thank you for listening. And as always, fuck off. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trainer Lounge Pokemon Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Trainer Lounge in order to stay up to date and be informed when the latest episodes go live.